0: Welcome to Heart Shaped Pod, a Nirvana fan podcast, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Travis Clark.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Heart Shaped Pod. I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm still Travis fucking Clark. Who are you?
2: Hi, I'm Andy Sell.
1: Mm. Andy Sell. How's it going, Andy? You
2: might know me from $3 Pod, (laughs) y'all. Or uh, an episode of this a podcast. A podcast
3: about the history of Limp Bizkit. Right. Where your favorite album was... Uh, Results May Vary. That's right. Results May Vary. And mine
1: was The, the Unquestionable Truth, Limp part album. And we have a guest today. Hi. Introduce
3: yourself.
4: Oh, hi. I'm George Chen. And yeah, hi. Thank you for having me.
3: I uh, <laughs> I know George through stand-up a little bit. I also know that he hosts uh, a podcast all about uh, documentaries called Subdoc, And he also has a really cool history around... Music and I thought he'd be a lot of fun to talk about uh, today's subject with.
1: So we're talking about grunge-related documentaries today.
3: Docu Grunge,
1: yeah, (laughs) grungeumentaries. Sure, yeah.
3: Which there's actually a surprising amount of. They're not all Nirvana-related, but they're all in the Nirvana orbit. I feel.
1: Let's talk about some documentaries. How about Live Tonight sold out? I mean, that's the the definitive live. It's my it,
3: favorite Nirvana tour documentary. Right. I mean, it's really the only live, fo- like, certified by the band live footage thing, right? Right. So what I liked about Live
1: Tonight Sold Out <laughs> is it showed the band had a good sense of humor, which that isn't really yeah. like the Nirvana My favorite thing narrative. about that doc
2: is that it opens and closes with Kurt doing bits at a club. That's kind of the whole
1: documentary. I'm, I'm sorry. Him? I'm going
3: to shut up. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I kind of believed you. <laughs> I was like, I haven't watched it in a bit. I don't remember that. Yeah, I thought you were just talking. because there It's are a club a lot in
4: Tacoma, of... right? It's a new Tacoma Yeah, club yeah, yeah. Man,
1: <laughs> it. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of the famous Nirvana clips people know now come from this documentary. It's like the, that
3: Dallas show, though. The
1: scene of him oh. hitting the bouncer in the head with his guitar at the show in Dallas is in this documentary the only thing i think isn't in it is i had a clip from a bootleg concert in oakland in 1993 where he spit on someone in the front row for groping a woman in the crowd and i don't think that's in this but like them on jonathan ross where they play territorial Oh, i love
3: that performance all of that is in live that's tonight, incredible jonathan ross does not handle them not playing polly well He does not. No, yeah. He thought they were going to play Lithium. Oh, Lithium, that's right. But they come out and they play Territorial Pissings. They destroy the set, and it's so loud. And he's like, and Jonathan Ross with his like weird lispy things, like, well, they also do birthday parties. You know, you're like, all right, sure.
1: (laughs) And they just did it because they thought he was a dick. They weren't able to finish this. Kurt wasn't able to finish it. I don't know why. Uh, (laughs) He was unavailable. But the band ended up finishing it. And this is one of the clips where the band having to finish it there was kind of something lost because this clip was supposed to have a it was supposed to have a caption under it that said rock star tip when your guitar is out of tune sing out of tune with it
0: as you are as you were as i <laughs> oh my god
1: so that's fun
4: yeah there's oh, I like that version.
1: Yeah, there's tons of clips <laughs> wow. like that on live tonight sold out. It's a it's a yeah, really it's, fun documentary. That's my favorite grunge or nirvana related documentary. What's everyone else's? Well, I
3: uh I, I really love the Carp documentary, which isn't necessarily I do too in the realm of Nirvana because no one from Nirvana is in it, but it takes place in Olympia and there's
4: cross, there's a Melvins is like there's a, a Mel crossover. yeah
3: there's a big Melvins because a lot of the guys from let's listen to Carp while Travis oh talks my god about I love it. Carp so much.
2: Well, and the Melvins influenced Nirvana, so there you go. And
3: Carp wanted to be the Melvins in the very beginning, yeah. much like... Well,
2: two uh, people from Carp are in the Melvins now, aren't they? Oh, uh, they not anymore. More. I think
3: that... Yeah, I, I don't know. I have a feeling like
4: maybe neither of those guys is in the current That's how version. the documentary ends.
3: Yeah, well, into with them starting Big Business, and then you get Melvins Big Business. Which is yeah. was awesome. Yeah, I did yeah, see that yeah, band. That's, that's yeah. a great
4: band. The two drummers.
3: But now Dale Crover has his own band. They fucking love Big okay. Business. Yeah. Oh my god, I love this! Yeah, this
1: documentary. It's called Kill All Redneck Pricks, and it's so good. What were you gonna say?
4: Oh, uh, I actually did see the whip at that show in Oakland that they play at the end. The whip was like, was Joe Preston and the and Scott and Jared. From from, Joe Preston was in Melvin's like way back in the day. He's solo as like Thrones now. He's kind of been. There needs to be a Joe Preston documentary. Is what I realized after watching. The Carp documentary, (laughs) because Joe Preston's, like, done a bunch of stuff. He's just, like, a dude who hangs out with his cats in Oregon. But he's, like, also been... Southern Lord started putting, like, reissued a bunch of his old stuff. Uh, Yeah, if you check out Thrones, all the Thrones stuff is great.
3: But Whip never went anywhere, right? They
4: did one 7-inch, and they were going to record more when Scott... Died in the boat accident, yeah. which is spoiler. I, don't, I guess I don't know. I, this yeah. is the whole have thing. We seen you do... this
3: documentary, Travis. <clears throat> I have. I'm. I'm. <laughs> I'm thinking of the audience who has not. Well, that's oh, the thing. Uh, like when
4: you talk about a documentary, I kind of have this pause. I'm like, you can't spoil what the real already world happened, is. Yeah. So, yeah right, you know, yeah. If you can, it's, if it's in the it's, continuity. If it's
2: on their Wikipedia page. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but yeah, no carp. I fucking love carp. Saw him a couple times. Uh, they totally. Weirded me out when I was a, a teenager. I'm like, what is this? It doesn't make sense. In
3: that song that we were just listening to, and they did this a lot, and it took me 15 years to notice it, they reference a lot of classic rock. Oh, lyrics yeah. in their thing. So, in that song that we're just listening to, which is called Bacon Industry, they actually said, My Maserati does 185, I lost my license now I can't drive, <laughs> which is uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe Walsh. Walsh right? Yeah. Life's been good. Yeah, life's yeah. been good so far. You know, I my love-
0: Maserati does, does 185, so far.
4: This is how it just shows you, like, how sheltered or, like, in a tiny uh, uh, niche I was. I learned about the cheap trick. Mommy's all right, Daddy's all right because Carp did that. Yes, in like <laughs> their when their their Surrender, the split with the Riot yeah. Coalition. Yeah, there was stuff rumors about Carp that were not addressed in the Carp documentary. That's true. That yeah, I've always heard
1: such as well.
4: There's one thing about someone on you announcing that chris smith had committed suicide but right somewhat Shh. a dj on kxlu was like, oh really sad news uh, uh chris smith from carp uh just passed away by suicide and, and then
2: you know. henry rollins said that that was a coward's way out <laughs> and
4: uh <laughs> i forgot about that when he was on kxlu
3: kxlu for those who don't know is uh a local kind of college station here it's out of loyola marymount but it was a uh, it still is a station that breaks a lot of indie bands, yeah. And I listened to it religiously in the early '90s. Mm-hmm. That's how I found out about Carp. I don't. I, I didn't know they announced that that guy.
4: That was what I is a rumor that I heard like when this stuff was fresh. I guess when was this? This was maybe '96. Yeah. yeah, when this all happened. So there was a rumor that that happened, and you know, I guess if we had podcast then it would have there would have been more of a record of what sure, actually was right, said right. yeah but like that might be i don't know libelous or something who knows but people were kind of pissed about that real
3: quick little side story that just weird how one this all kind of ties into my life and really this podcast is about me i uh i engineer a show over at starburns that is about it's a music show and the host lives in olympia and he said to me one time i live in this apartment where this guy tried to kill himself he lives in the exact apartment that is featured in this documentary where Chris tried yeah. to hang himself, and uh, it's weird. It's super weird. Andy, what's your favorite documentary uh, about a
2: son? It's about a my favorite of these of the grunge documentaries, the Nirvana themed documentaries is AJ Schnack's about a son. Uh, so AJ Schnack, who did the uh, God,
4: he's done a bunch of like music doc. He did the They Might Be Giants doc. Right. Other stuff. I look, yeah, I looked him up and he's he's doing something on gun control right now. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. I love gun control. I was gonna say I yeah. love that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're one of my favorite. <laughs> yeah. early grunge. Bands. Oh, they're gun
1: so good. Yeah, with the K. Yeah, 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 yeah. two split, N's that, and a K. Yeah, yeah
2: that split seven w- inch they did with Green River. Uh, <laughs> he took the inter- the phone interviews that Kurt Cobain did with. Uh, uh,
4: oh, it's with Michael Azaroff Yes, because I looked yeah. this up because yeah. I hadn't seen this yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who wrote that book? Who wrote the book? Uh, uh, Our Bank could be your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What uh, so oh, about the replacements? Uh, our Bank of Your Life is like kind of the entire like seventies into eighties like indie ah, okay. like the birth of like the indie rock like the touring circuit that Black Flag built kind of thing. He also yeah.
1: wrote Come as You Are, yeah. which was the oh, okay. authorized That's, biography
2: yeah. of Nirvana. That's why he had all that tape. Yeah, so right. these are the phone interviews for Come as You Are. I saw a screening of it at the Denver Film Festival before it got uh, distribution and a release. And he did this whole Q&A where he talked about uh, getting the rights to use these phone interviews and like working with Courtney Love and all of these other people and I wish I had a better memory because I could probably tell you an anecdote or two but I you know my brain sucks so that's um, anecdote enough Andy yeah
1: that's why we call you anecdote
2: Andy <laughs> I did corner him later at the at the in the at the party at the filmmakers lounge uh, after a few too many cocktails And did uh, you punch uh, him in the throat and just... say I love
3: my brother <laughs> <laughs> No, I only
2: do that to you, Thank you when people question me about whether or not unconditional love exists it
3: doesn't that's why we created God
2: but I did gush a little too much over how much I love this film uh, I, I'm a sucker for landscape films I love James Benning I like like the kind of stuff Bill Morrison does it's just a terrific it's a it's a landscape I keep saying it it's a landscape beautiful film. yeah, yeah I've not seen it it's it all great. of these shots of You know, Aberdeen and Seattle and Olympia and... Is
3: it literally like landscape shots and phone interviews? Yes, kind of, yeah. With
2: with music playing underneath. And the music cues are really great because it's... Like, Kurt will start talking about... A band he listened to, and then like he'll be like, "Yeah, I used to go into the car and listen to Queen," and then like Queen will be playing. Yeah, and the Melvins I really like
3: Alba. I don't know and why people
2: is there
4: reenactment stuff. No, happening? there's there's no reenactment. I mean, the preview makes it. The trailer looks like there's reen- or there's high school scenes. There's
2: high school scenes. What he does is he goes to the high school that Kurt went to and is like shooting in the high school, and it's just like whoa 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 whoa. whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That must be in the extras, because I didn't see that in the documentary.
3: Gus Van Zandt's all over this
4: thing.
3: <laughs> What's really funny you're is that- You're confusing elephant for- uh, What's yeah. really funny about that is that- Like water
4: for elephants? The for I chocolate?
2: S- I found this, uh, it's streaming on a site called Documentary Tube, yeah. and they mislabeled it and said it was directed by Gus Van Sant on there, and I'm like, I can't tell if you're thinking of Elephant or Last Days. It's yeah. one of those. Or is it About a Boy yeah. is not directed by Gus <laughs> no. Van
4: Zandt. That's awesome. <laughs> Awesome. About a boy is like uh <laughs> the guy who did uh high fidelity, right? Really? It's the guy who wrote notice. About a Boy. Steve. I think I got this confused with the About same, a Boy. The same the same Yeah, They're, the novelist. Same novelist wrote Different directors.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, different directors. So there's footage from his high school in it. <laughs> they got okay. footage of the high oh, school. Oh, so those high school kids are oh. contemporary. And there's, yes. Footage of, of
3: yes. him shooting up the high school. Stop. Okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's just that they all still <laughs> look like it's the 90s because it's Olympia, yeah, Washington. Because it's Washington. Yeah,
2: And then there's... Some little fun animation parts there. There's this really cool part where Kurt Cobain's talking about how he thought he was an alien when he was a kid, and he wanted the aliens to come and take him away so he could be with his real family. And there's, like, this nice little animation of a UFO. And so there are reenactments. He lied. There's no reenactments. <laughs> it's just the re- like it's, They reenact the UFO thing. You okay, just said it. That's not a thing that happened, though. <laughs> it's just nice and there's no actual footage of kurt until the end like and it's just a couple photos of him uh, with uh, his
4: daughter and
1: okay. yeah about a about a son it's
4: yeah. a good one um i was going to say like the soundtrack for this i looked up the soundtrack so cuz it's uh, steve Fisk. And oh shit. Ben yeah. Gibbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. did yeah. the sound. So, yeah, the all score, like the, ins- yeah. the score. There's no Nirvana music in this. No, there's no there's because no be Nirvana t- way too much fucking money, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Right, but there's other like stuff on the soundtrack. But yeah, Steve Fisk, it was in Pell and did a bunch of recording of all those early bands. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> I need a soundboard. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. This is one of the best
1: purchases I ever made. It's $99. Yeah. It's fucking great.
4: Or. How much is it to hire Michael Winslow to do anything? Oh <laughs> yeah. I
3: think it's ninety-eight dollars for Winslow. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Get a Foley.
3: Uh, but Last Days, which is a Gus Van Sant movie, that's not really Cobain, right? Did it's you guys Cobain- talk
4: about it's Last co- Days on the show? Maybe? Not yet, no. Okay. Yeah,
1: what she kind of implies in Montage of Heck is that Kurt killed himself because he thought she was cheating on him. <sighs> which
4: Right, because she had she didn't have final edit, but she did give Brent Morgan like access to. It. Everything, yeah. So I think Brett Morgan didn't want to.
3: So montage of heck is really an
4: alibi, kind of. Yeah. Do you, so you, I haven't seen Soaked in Bleach. You buy Soaked in Bleach as premise.
1: Soaked in Bleach. There's a bit in there about the shell casing and where it landed and where it should have landed. And oh, if you okay. can watch that and dismiss that as misogyny or whatever, people dismiss the idea that Courtney Love might have been involved in his death. More power to you, but you are refuting fucking
4: science.
3: I just, when you said there's a bit, I was like, what's the deal with <laughs> showcases? <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: what <laughs> is that <laughs> showcase <laughs> on the wall?
4: That showcase <laughs> can't melt still beams. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's talk about I'm Now, the story of Mudhoney. I haven't seen this one. I didn't even know that there was a Mudhoney dog. It is a sobering reminder that a lot of your bands still have day jobs. <laughs> People who listen to this podcast and have been listening to it from the beginning Will recognize what's happening to Dan Peters in this story because it's a thing we've talked about a lot. Is
5: he doing a podcast? No. That's not I had run into the girlfriends of Kurt and Chris at a show, and they had told me Nirvana was looking for a new drummer. Chad wasn't going to be in the band oh, anymore. No. I'm like, well, oh man, yes, you know, I'm oh, not going to be doing no. anything for a while. Let them know that I'd you know, like to play with them, and if they're interested. I had played a a show with them at the Motorsports International Garage, it was the big show for them in town. There was supposed to be a photo shoot the next day after that show for the cover of Sounds Magazine. I went to Tacoma and did the photo shoot and then they took off and went to talk to labels. When they got back from that, Kurt gave me a call and he's like, it looks like we're going to sign the GEFA and I'm like, yeah, all right, you know, and it's like, I'm like, so what's happened with that uh, English tour? He's like, Oh yeah, that's why I'm calling, you know. It's like, we uh got another drummer. I'm like, ah oh. <laughs> well, of course Dave, who was at the show that I played, who was at oh, the no! photo session that I, yes! I did with those guys. They all yes! knew full so well at the time. He was off I to was the side during the, the photo the band, shoot. Growless? But I didn't say anything. The great thing that happened after uh. the the Nirvana thing didn't work out is
1: So that's a thing uh. that's been a running theme in this podcast is Nirvana or Kurt Cobain specifically. We'll hire a drummer, they'll do a photo shoot to really solidify that that drummer is now part of the band, and then he fires them like the next fucking day. Fucking
3: pulls the rug out right away. They,
1: they did one, we still have to reenact it for this podcast Yes, at some point. but With some other people. There's one <laughs> where it's uh, Kurt and Chris are standing together, and then Chad Channing is standing <laughs> off to the side, and there's a plus sign above... Kurt and Chris's head, and there's a minus, minus. sign <laughs> over Chad Channing's head, and then he got fired like three days later. The next, later. yeah. Jesus.
3: But I remember when we talked about this, we talked about this exact photo shoot where it was like this guy was like taking the photos, like, my life's about to be great, and like, oh, this is our buddy Dave. He's just gonna hang out during the photo <laughs> shoot. And you're like, well, okay, whatever. God damn it. But the Mudhoney documentary is fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's yeah cuz they all work for um Sub Pop yeah.
1: still. Like if you buy a record from Mudhoney, Mark, Mark Arm, Arm sent it to you. mails <laughs> oh. it to you. Did not know that. It's it's kind of depressing. And that's sort of the crux of the documentary is like, hey, these guys are still fucking struggling basically. Jesus. Right. What
4: year did this movie come out?
1: Uh it's not too not that long ago.
4: Let's okay. see if that clip has has the, a date yeah, the, on it? Yeah, a date stamp for 2014. So maybe oh, that's when
3: it was published. Oh, on, no. he, yeah.
4: he joined Screaming Trees after that. Yeah, that's the that's the yeah. rest of his
1: story. He joined
3: Dan Peters uh, was in no Dan Peters wasn't in Screaming Trees
1: for like a year.
3: Oh, okay. Like, According a, to him,
1: I mean everybody they were was in big Screaming Trees.
3: Brett second. Martin was the drummer of <laughs> Screaming Trees and. Josh Homme of Caius uh, joined Screaming Trees before he started Queen to the Stone Age. He oh. was their second guitar player for a oh. while. Well,
1: take it up with Dan Peters. He
3: says he was in Screaming well, Trees. Mm, well, maybe we should take a photo shoot with him. <laughs> George, I have a question for you, because you worked at Alternative Tentacles, I which did. was an indie label. It was. Were there people in the, on the roster working at the label also? Just Jello. Just Jello? <laughs> it
4: was, no, was, it was, was, that, was that like orders. a common thing? Uh, oh, that, well, I wasn't on the roster. No, but I'm but saying,
3: was that a thing, like, were there other... Like, oh, like, yeah. of
4: someone yeah. works at, um, when I was working, the general manager had been in the band Blatt's, if you remember, oh, like, with old the, Gilman yeah. band, so we ended up reissuing this old Uh, Blatt's Filth record, but that was more just because he kind of made that happen than it was like... Nobody was asking for it. (laughs) I, I know one person who was on the label who interviewed to be general manager, and then at a certain point he was kind of just like, I don't know if I want to do this. This is going to kind of ruin my my love of this place. <laughs> Having just, to see how the sausage is made. Yeah, you know? it's,
3: it's so. always funny when you meet people who, like, I've met people who I literally have had their photos up on my wall. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why don't you tour more? And he's like, because uh, I can only get two weeks off of work.
4: Oh, in the carp documentary, Justin Trosper from Unwound, I don't know if that's where he is when he's shooting that, but I, you know, in the early 2000s after Unwound had broke up he was, like, doing warehouse work for Kill Rock Stars in Olympia. Yeah. 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 It's it's just the job you get when you're around. But Sub Pop is different because they're, like, a corporation. Now. They've got a
2: shop at the fucking SeaTac. They got a plane.
4: They have a plane? They got a plane for the 30th anniversary of Sub Pop they got uh yeah someone uh I think it was maybe Alaska Airlines dedicated a plane to Sub Pop and has Oh but they didn't buy it. it. They didn't. No, it. Yeah. No, that was a joke cuz my friends are uh, in a band that's on Sub Pop and they're like can we borrow the plane for our tour? <laughs> but it's like a regular passenger plane that's just like branded as Sub Pop and I don't think Sub Pop had to pay anything for that. It was like, you know, the airline didn't like donated free publicity to uh, Sub Pop. Oh,
3: this is your pilot.
4: But oh, yeah, Ultra no. Tentacles never <laughs> had a plane. We didn't even have a truck. We had nothing like that. We had a warehouse. So, but we did. A, a, Jello did say that he did get a Nirvana demo at some point, and he has a cassette. He's like, I got the cassette somewhere. <laughs> that's a pretty good Jello. Yeah, you that's know, that's one thing Jello. I can still do. <laughs> as cat, no, everyone, people do like uh, like Dead Kennedys performing Jello. I do like casual, like casual, board, casual Jello, casual board Jello. Yeah. I, I I went to a show in Boulder. Ties back to the Melvins, by the way, Jello Melvins. But yeah.
2: Oh yeah. You, okay. Well, then I'm going to not say. this. <laughs> no, no. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> I'm what say it. I don't <laughs> want to interrupt this beautiful. No, segment, no, 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 right?
4: no. I was at
2: a show in Boulder where it was like it was a benefit show for uh, like Naropa or something. Oh yeah, yeah. There was a band. There's like a post rock band that played. That's really good. To, uh, like, I from can't. from Boulder
4: or from Denver? I
2: think from Boulder. Oh, okay. I can't remember their name right now. Uh, okay. way, maybe it was "Strangers Die Every Day." Possibly. It w- then it was Thurston Moore uh-huh. doing a like oh. a solo set, noise guitar set. Yeah, yeah, yeah and like yeah. reading his poetry and stuff. And like this was before, it was before "Rather Rip" Un- came out. So he, unbearable. He's what that <laughs> sounds I, look, like. Look, you're not gonna get that guest. Look, I fucking <laughs> loved it. I was eating it up. Uh, he played a couple tracks. It's of... Naropa style, yeah. right? Naropa yeah, style no, is totally. the spoken yeah, word yeah, and noise yeah. guitar. Bolder
3: yeah. as fuck. You played a couple tracks
2: off. Of I the feel Rift like that's just hadn't come out yet. But that's that just cool. Nels Klein.
3: Like that's just a <laughs> yeah. total Nels Klein rap. My
2: favorite thing was that people kept being like shouting out songs. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he's going to do that. It's not, dude, it's not nobody yeah, else still from Sonic Bay, Youth yeah. is on the stage. Dude, Diamond scene. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and he kept being like, yeah, I'll do that in a minute, and then would like, <laughs> <laughs> I just got, I want to read one more poem to you, and then would like, read a poem, and then read like three more poems, and someone would be like, shout, ah, oh, I want to hear uh, t- 10,000 leaves, you know, anything off 10,000 leaves, It's just like, yeah, I'll do that in a minute, and then, and he just kept doing that, and it was really funny, and then Jello was on the show, mm-hmm. and he came out, out in his like you know Michael like a Jackson a vest right no no, 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 no. Yeah. he was like dressed up in like a third world dictator out like a, like, a, like, <laughs> like like he looked like Noriega you know or like Gaddafi like yeah he had this like that might have been before I worked for crazy <laughs> military yeah. uniform uh-huh. and everyone was and like he immediately launched into his spoken word re- and everybody just left everybody was like nope so it was just like you know hundreds of people leaving this theater while Jello opiavras on stage just screaming that's probably when I would
3: have left didn't he get elected as mayor? Or he
2: ran for he ran, mayor? Ran, he ran. He ran.
4: He came in fourth. Uh, Di- uh, Diane Feinstein won. And oh. And we are still dealing with her. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So that worked out. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And then he got drafted. I, I know too much about this because I had to. Update his bio occasionally, but yeah, like he got drafted in t- as a writing candidate for the Green Party one year. Did yeah, he not I, win I, that I year either? That, yeah. <laughs> not, the Green mm. Party didn't do well that year for some reason. And then
3: they drafted me to be a writing candidate. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that was more B 52. I know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was kind of Fred Schneider. But you know, there. you know
3: that one live thing where he's like, I then they squirted me with water. Like, <laughs>
4: Now you're Charles, Nelson, s- Riley. Yeah, now Charles you- Nelson Riley. Now with your glasses, you're kind yeah. of nailing the Charles Nelson Riley. Ow! If I was going to do a Charles Nelson Riley biopic, I would, I would like be, be I'd
3: flip my how <laughs> <laughs> Max Game was a game I was on.
0: <laughs>
2: now
3: oh, you're my like, God. Now it's
2: like half Snaggle Plus, half Harry Carey. Snaggle plus. Will you stop
1: <laughs> naming characters for him to add to this? <laughs> now you sound like Denzel Washington. <laughs> 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 no, I don't, I don't. I'm not <laughs> even going to try it. <laughs> I knew that would end. Yeah, well, you're right. <laughs> what documentary should we talk about next? Yeah, I wa- the ta- Did you watch the Tad one? Who watched
3: the I Tad I haven't one? watched the Tad one. Did anyone watch I the Tad one? I watched a little one? bit of okay,
4: it. Okay, so no one finished the Tad one. Because that guy's back. He's like putting out new music. Yeah, but he's yeah. Like
3: going under like Theodore yeah. Alexander yeah. Derovnik or whatever yeah. his name is. He
4: is definitely a three-name Dichovny. person now. Yeah, Dekovny.
3: Yeah. There was one on
1: ha- Oh, the Smart Studios the Smart story. Studios. Has everyone one? seen that? I nope. have. Oh. Oh my god, it's good. Okay, so, so the good. two
4: of you explain it to the two of us? Yeah. It's about
1: it... the studio Butch Vig owned in Madison, Ooh. Wisconsin, which I used to drive past it on the way to and from work every day and never realized that was... The Smart Studios building where Nirvana recorded—I think the version of Polly that's on "Nevermind" yeah. was recorded at Smart Studios, but they did a bunch of demos there also. Right? Because you're from Madison. Uh, I lived in Madison for, for a six time. years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: So the history right behind their working with Butch Vig was before they what came out to Sound City. Studio, uh, Sound City to make all of Nevermind. Yeah. They went to Smart Studios and did a bunch of demos. Right. Uh,
1: right. And Smart Studios, uh, all of Butch Vig's like work before nirvana like the stuff he did with smashing pumpkins and killdozer and all those bands all of it was done at smart studios and the documentary about it is fascinating this is the demo they recorded of lithium at smart studios and uh i know one day a car just crashed into it because the way it was arranged the front door was literally right on the corner And it was like a V-shaped sort of building. And someone just, I think it was a drunk driver, they just lost control of their car and smashed right into it. But it's closed now. But the documentary is fascinating. And you watched it
3: recently, right? I just watched it the other day. Yeah. It's really great because Dave Grohl, who you have a problem with, apparently. uh, Who, me? Yeah, you. You apparently. Yeah. Yeah. But go on.
2: Let's he, jump, Dave Grohl.
3: Dave Grohl sure. admitted he's like, we we're in this weird territory of like, we wanted to be the biggest band in the world, but we didn't. But we did. But we did it. But we. He just keeps saying, but we did it's it. It's like
4: I did and they didn't. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait, do you think Dave Grohl killed Kurt so that he? I could did be- legit
1: know someone who thought, it, like his theory on Kurt's death. Was that Dave Grohl killed him because he wanted out of Nirvana? It's like, that is not how leaving a band works. <laughs> you just fucking leave. You just say, I'm out of this you band. Just, wow. Well, you
2: just do a photo you,
1: shoot. You, you with do them. the,
3: yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, this is a new camera I have. It looks like a gun. That <laughs> was a photo of Courtney
4: and Francis Bean and Kurt. It's a minus over Kurt. <laughs> wow. Ah! I I genuinely feel bad if anyone out there (laughs) uh, was friends with him. Sorry. Uh,
3: I mean. (laughs) So the Smart Studios thing is really amazing because you get uh, Billy Corgan, who is. That's a good demo, by the way. Yeah, it is. Who is never anything but unpleasant. Like, I don't know of a time where you hear a Billy Corgan. Interview and you're like, oh, I'm so glad I'm a fan of yours. <laughs> I'm so glad on Infowars,
4: bought- right? Oh yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. It was good
3: on Infowars. Uh, so he goes on and he's basically like, um, "Me, <laughs> <laughs> Sound Studio was great until they made it bigger, and then it was bad." Uh, and then he just he hated Sound Studio. That was kind of also uh, a little bit like my Jello. Can I? Can I don't I, feel like
2: yeah.
4: that was a good Billy Corgan,
2: but there, I feel like you captured the essence. <laughs> thank you.
4: Can I do my? I I, I can I do? I have two. You know Billy? billy corgan yes. knock knock jokes oh please knock knock
1: who's, who's there? there who's there
4: billy corgan
1: billy corgan who uh
4: it's william <laughs> <laughs> knock knock who's, who's there? there darcy darcy who exactly exactly <laughs> I was Billy Corgan for Halloween once. I just wore every striped (laughs) piece of clothing I could find and a bunch of scars and stripes. And then I tried to cover up my eyebrows. Anyway. (laughs) My friend. (laughs) I'm Asian, (laughs) by the way. That's what makes it funnier. I didn't go for EHA, low-hanging fruit.
3: My buddy worked uh, at a studio for a while when Corgan was doing, I don't know if it was a solo thing or trying to revamp. Uh, smashing Pumpkins but he just would every now and then just send me videos and it would just be him going the problem with Democrats and I'm like nope I can't I can't
4: <laughs> side note since we I'm, I know we're going to go back to the main point of this podcast but uh, speaking of Billy Corrigan there should I, I thought about did you know Zwan did anyone like Zwan oh, I, love I, love I love Zwan, Zwan. I love so Zwan so David Pajo do you know the whole story with him because I think there's a documentary there David Pajo who was in Slint and was in Zwan <sighs> So okay, there was three
3: guitarists in Zwan.
4: Uh-huh.
3: uh what's his face? Matt Sweeney.
4: <clears throat> oh, Matt Sweeney was in Zwan? Yeah. Matt oh, wow. Sweeney,
3: Corgan, and then the guy uh, you're uh, talking uh, yeah, about. Yeah, David Pajo. Uh
4: he uh was wow, uh, how do I talk about this? It ties into Isn't the theme of the show.
2: back together?
4: Uh they did some shows like maybe 13 years ago, but um maybe oh, okay. <laughs> two, maybe three, four three, four years ago, David Pajo basically. Put out a suicide note on Instagram. What? Yeah. Save it for Facebook, dog. <laughs> this is sort of ties into the themes of this show. I thought you might sure, be interested, right. a, a, a musician who is suicidal, and yeah. So then, because he posted on Instagram, then there was a huge thing on Twitter, and then like they actually alerted nine one one, and they got the, they went to his house and they were able to get yeah, him. Shit. I don't know if you're recovered. if you're
3: Instagramming your suicide attempt, you want. You want the likes more than you want the, the bonus. <laughs> no, you know? it was
4: all like kind of shaming his his uh partner who was cheating on him or something. It was like very weird. It I, I actually do think it's I don't know how I feel about it, but I do feel like there is like a documentary to be made about this dude who did so much stuff in music yeah. and also had this very public... Oh, yeah. I think lives in L.A. now, maybe. That would so, be yeah. Does he have yeah. a
1: copy of the Zwan album on vinyl is what I want to know. He, m- that he is probably hard does. hard to
2: find now. No, what you really want to know is does he have a copy of un- Unjustifiable Truth? or un- un- The Unquestionable, <laughs> Unquestionable Truth Part truth, 1 by part Biscuit. One?
1: Yes, I'd like that on vinyl
2: also. The
3: Unnecessary Truth. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> So so says old gold, gold cobra over here. I have,
2: that, I have, that, that would no be criticism. an interest. That's a fascinating story. I think it
4: could and be a documentary that maybe I should not have talked about on here because maybe I'll make it one day. Oh, no one, li- no one
1: listening it. to this has the gumption to make a documentary. It's not okay. You'll cool. be fine.
4: Cool.
3: So which of these should we talk about? Oh, last? Are you going to call, call it? Ba- sup ba- Dave? I've never seen You these. should call it Sup Dave. Sup Dave. <laughs> sup Dave. Uh, let's cover hype. I think to- <laughs> hype is really good. I still need to see the whole thing. I've only seen clips. I watched it for this episode. But
4: Cracker Bash is oh Cracker Bash. So great. Yeah. I, it, it's so hard to find. I did see them once. At really? Gilman, at Gilman, yeah. Yeah,
1: Hype covers a lot of the bands from the Seattle scene that are not Nirvana. Mm-hmm, and no. the bands that. It turns out there's
3: a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> like by
1: the time Nirvana broke, this scene was like, yeah, we thought we were pretty much dead. Like, it seemed yeah. like it was already winding down. And I've then only Nirvana been to Seattle
3: happened. a few times, but it seems like that's just Seattle's. Default set. Yeah,
1: Seattle's always <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the verge of being <laughs> yeah, dead because yeah. it rains mm-hmm. so much there. But yeah, hype is really good. Does it rain there? I've never heard that. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Really rain? yeah. I, re- yeah, I found bit. that while I was researching this.
4: Had a high suicide rate too.
3: Yeah, no, and also, I've never heard that either. Yeah, it rains purely heroin just in <laughs> Seattle.
4: Opioid. <laughs> no rain. opioid
1: crisis there. They have plenty. <laughs>
3: Hey, <laughs> oh my God! That's what, how you know the vein collapsed.
4: What year is hype? It's 96. Ninety six. Ninety
3: six is, is when yeah. it came out. I don't it know when out they filmed in 96? it. Yeah, yeah, wow. they did
4: a twenty.
2: There was a twenty-year uh, Re- release of like it. Like two years ago. Uh, yeah, two years ago. <laughs> well, Shop Factory put out the the uh, Blu-ray or whatever of it. Can Can you name a couple of the bands that the, these are like the also rans? Is that kind of the well? They talk to everybody in it. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, they talk to um, PJ. Uh, Actually, no, no, no. Not per- that I can no, remember. No Pearl jams, no. no oh, no no. You, no, no. Eddie, I thought you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, no. Eddie Vedder is in it. No, oh, yeah, P- I, I thought you know. meant
3: PJ Harvey. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I thought yeah. you meant PJ O'Rourke. The <laughs> 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 I thought I thought first you were asking Ryan. me to put pajamas on, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
2: No, they do. Yeah, they do. Talk to Eddie Vedder. They talk to um, Mud Green, Honey. Mud Honey. They talk to uh, Tad Green River.
4: Fucking uh, gas huffer. <laughs> Maybe I didn't want to see oh. this when it came out in 1996. I think I wasn't interested in it's this. It's a weird in
1: time for it to have come out. 96, like and we'd all was and really winding yeah. down. Well, by that
4: then.
2: was actually, yeah, that was like the whole point of the documentary, too, was that it was this, yeah. Right, there was this thing, and then it now And it's then gone. it
1: got so mm-hmm. over commercialized. They do, I believe it's this documentary where they interview that receptionist who was working this, at a this, record label yeah. in Seattle and. I think it was like the New York Times or someone called, and they were like, "So do you have like cool grunge terms?" Oh, and she this just thing made I up, have heard about this made up a bunch of shit. My favorite one is hanging out was called uh, swinging on the flippity flop, <laughs> <laughs> and they published that oh, as fact. Is
4: Everett true in this documentary? Yes, the guy. who Yeah, okay. Uh, any Everett true footage is interesting. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. it's good. Hype it's, is good. And this is the this is what I was going to say earlier. This is the documentary that has the song that I can't fucking find anywhere, and I think... To the Cracker bag? No, it's a young, a young Fresh Fellows song. Oh, Young Dark,
3: Fresh Fellows, Dark, yeah. Dark Corner oh, of the yeah. World. Oh, Young Fresh Fellows is all, they're all over... They're all over okay. this documentary. But they're also all over the uh, Smart Studios one. Uh, oh, yeah. shit. Were they to... from
4: Madison or no, something? No, but they, 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 they recorded, recorded record that. There. Yeah, okay. they definitely recorded that. They, they, they get around, those Young Fresh Fellows. They yeah. sure did. That,
2: <laughs> that song, uh, Dark Corner of the World, which is the song that plays over the end credits of Hype, and is one of my favorite songs ever... You can't find it on Spotify. You can't find it on fucking iTunes. It's nowhere. It's not on the soundtrack for this movie. And I'm wondering if it's like a, a rights thing, but it's no, the only way you can. A human rights to it. thing. <coughs> it's not even on YouTube. All right. I'm just <laughs> jumping right over that. It's not even on YouTube. It's not even there. I got to buy the fucking. What's
3: the deal with this song not being on YouTube? This is, I'm, look, I'm. So the moral of your story is there's a thing that you wanted, but you I didn't yeah, get it? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so if anybody wants to buy me the uh the 7-inch
4: that Young Fresh Fellows did with Butch Vig. I, no. It's, I guarantee I have you Butch have Vig a Young Fresh Fellows 7-inch that I've never listened to split. that I will happily give you. It's a spoke. Oh, okay, sure, I'll okay. take it. Nice.
1: Yeah, the I think the contrast to hype is the year the the year punk broke, mm, which right. I hated. That's I watched a Sonic
4: Youth one mostly. Yeah, I yeah. watched it
1: oh, right. for this episode also. I would also. probably love it. Oh, it's just Really average performances, like sometimes Sonic Youth, sometimes Nirvana, and then them just being dicks in public <laughs> mm-hmm. in between each performance. Like Thurston Moore is excruciating to watch in a
2: public setting. Yeah. And, oh, I, yeah. And then they'll mix it up. I can, attest, it to up. I can attest to that. They'll yeah. mix yeah. it up. Also at that show, he called... Kim Gordon. Kim Gordon. Jesus Christ. Then you're welcome. I just had an aneurysm from Sonic Youth. Yes, he well, called. Also, his ex-wife. Well, and this was before they split up. This was a long time before they split up. But he called her up on the phone during the show, like during his set, and was just and left her a voicemail, and that was part of his. Act. We need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, he is very obnoxious. So soon. Yeah,
1: and then occasionally Kurt Cobain would walk in a room and like throw a bottle of champagne at a wall. Or like piss in someone's food, and then it what? Be, I don't think he pissed in anyone's food. <laughs> he was just being a general. Everyone in that documentary is just being a general dick when they're not on stage. Yeah, and that's a problem. Hard to
3: watch when you give people money. Boy, do they change.
1: Well, this was like before they even probably had much. But money, they were because it was ninety one. Kurt Cobain was
3: still oh, homeless still, at right. points in
4: ninety one. you've had some money, right? Yeah, but probably not a ton. Not a ton. But Kurt
3: though. had all that turtle money from <laughs> selling yeah, he those had turtles. Sold his yeah, turtles by then, yeah. So that's at least fifty bucks.
1: Yeah, and there's <laughs> there's other documentaries we
4: didn't get to. Sorry, uh,
1: the Gets. The Gets. That's a really good documentary.
3: You saw the Gits? I
4: saw, uh, I, George, saw the Gits when I was in high school. It was, like, the oh, first, wow. like, real punk show I went to, like, in the... San Francisco, when, you, if you were a little suburban Asian child, you should not probably have gone wow. into the mission. Yeah. But I saw, I saw them, like, right before, you know. Before we I, <laughs> I didn't
2: finish the documentary, so. <laughs> the awful, horrifying thing that yeah. happened, yeah. happened. Uh, hit
1: So Hard, The Life and Near Death Story of Patty Schemmel. That's I l- a really I interesting love this documentary. documentary.
4: I do love. It's stuff about
1: already. her being a drug addict, but also having to tour with it's fucking God, Hole. I have not. It's,
2: it's so weird. I've
1: just, yeah, it hit so high. And most of these that we're listing now are on are streaming on Amazon. I got that one at the library as the, a DVD.
4: Can you I, get? I, that? You, well, you. She's love got libraries. a memoir. I do love the library. I love uh, libraries too. She actually did a book talk at the library at Edendale, where my girlfriend works, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you, this is like the neighborhood where I was like, you know, homeless." when she was really in a wow. bad drug state. She also does stand-up now. What? Stand-up. Oh, come Everybody on. Does. Well, it's like I saw her do it, and it was like one thing that was kind of like an observational joke, and then just like, okay, so here's a story. I was in this band uh, with this person, and here's a story about that. And it was like really funny. So I'm like, uh, I, I'm, I say it's like Good it's it stand-up. Funny. It's stand-up. <laughs> right? Does it's that count? It's storytelling. It's storytelling yeah. with – yeah, but it's was like was it better than Madonna's stand up? I never. Oh, I did see Madonna's stand up. <laughs> Madonna it was definitely stand-up? better than Madonna's stand up. Yeah, stand-up. It was yeah. Terrible. has
1: anyone ever seen the the guy that the dude from the Big Lebowski is based on do stand up? Oh no, there's a documentary about him, right? Uh, uh, there might be, but I was on a show with him. No, but I, I no. and he, where he's booked to do stand up? Yeah, he okay. was doing stand up, and for starters, he insisted that the uh, sound man play Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen in the background during his entire set, and that's a good four and a half to five minute song, and this motherfucker ran the light by like eight minutes, and a good reason for that is- The dude does not abide the the light. The dude did not abide (laughs) the light whatsoever, and he would, every once in a while when Born to Run would stop, he would stop his set and turn around and demand- that the sound guys start playing Born to Run again. And this happened four or five times
3: while that's he was on stage. Kind it was, of a great bit though. <laughs> <That's> it was
2: <laughs> see that's the thing. And I would c- love this just like I love Thurston Moore being a piece of shit. <laughs> that's, that's how shit. John <laughs> Stewart loved the Daily Show, right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Did he call Kim Gordon during it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was there.
2: He called the
1: guy that Walter was based she on she was playing bass along to Born to Run. It's oh, amazing. It was great.
2: Well that's I mean the Mia Zapata from the Gits. One of her relatives was doing stand-up out here for a while, too.
4: Really? Yeah, I'll tell you. How did you, that come up? Uh, what? How did you figure it out? Was it the same last name, or you just figure no, it No, she out talks about it. Oh, wow. She crazy. talks about oh, it. Oh, my aunt was got murdered? She five about it? Yeah. She, oh, she, Jesus.
2: She, uh, really? Yeah, she also went uh, kind of Trumpy So a few, thing,
1: few things about me off the top. My aunt was murdered in the streets <laughs> of Seattle. Well, I
2: think that immigrants should be kept out of the country. <laughs> oh, I've heard about her. Yeah, I think I told you about her. But it's all—it's interesting, like you did these, these people do stand up, like the guy from whatever and Patty Schemmel mm-hmm. and
4: uh, Fred Armisen, like Fred Armisen, and I've drummers mostly.
2: Fucking, yeah, it's all drummers. Oh, the guy from
4: Page Ninety Nine, the guy from does, Page Ninety Nine, stand up. Yeah, that, I heard him on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, I the, did not know that.
2: Yeah, the guy from Page Ninety Nine was doing stand up, and uh, the guy who played Angus in the movie Angus was doing stand up here for a while. What? I did a couple shows with him. Yeah, he used to go to. Open uh, the other door.
3: Oh Jesus! No one should go there. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I say. Are we talking o- shit about open mics? I'm just here? saying that as the occasional host of, the, of that <laughs> mic, don't go there. Sorry, he, Vanessa. No, he. I mean, go there. It's great.
2: <laughs> he moved and has gotten back into acting, but it's just like, I don't know, it's, it's stand-up. Are, you, are you saying like stand-up is the last resort for people yes, that have failed yes, at other things exactly. in life? Or have even succeeded at oh, other yeah. things in life yeah. and are just like, well, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. It's I, the beauty
1: school of entertainment. It sure is. Like when someone has no other options, they're like, ah, oh, I can always yeah. go fucking do Hayden.
4: I, I, hair. I so it's discovered like this was Slightly better than being in a noise band. <laughs> slightly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm like I've been to noise shows. I can handle them open mic. Yeah,
3: it's that also less equipment. That's yeah. the, my favorite less part. Gear. I, yeah. 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 yeah, less yeah. gear. Oh yeah. As much dr- drama and struggle, but less you, you have to physically yeah, and, haul. And the other
2: yeah. people that you have to deal with, you don't really have an investment in, anyway, right? So and you, yeah, just,
3: and you're yeah. not. You don't have to like share a van. So that's with the thing. Them. When you yeah.
2: watch these documentaries, you know that these guys, uh, all these heroes of yours. Are are you know are working in factories and also going to open mics. The best
4: movie about either being in in a noise band or a comedian is The Wrestler. (laughs) I
1: would agree with that. Yeah, that's that's probably a good place. Podcaster. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably a good place to end this episode. This has been a lot of fun. What do we have to? Does anyone have any final thoughts before we get out of here?
3: Uh, I got to
2: watch a lot of these docs.
1: Yeah,
3: there's a few of these yeah. I'd like to finish watching. You should watch these in.
1: documentaries. It's the name of a podcast I used to host <laughs> that Andy doesn't like the name of. You for know what? Some now reason. I now
4: that I see the purpose of the name, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I approve. Motherfucker, I love it. I I have to watch documentaries for my podcast all the times. So it's like homework. Yeah, so you don't want to
2: watch any of these. Now. I uh,
4: I uh, well no, I do want to see. About a son, if I can just be in a zone where I'm ready to be super bummed out. I'll watch it with you. I got it. I okay. got a copy yeah. I should watch See, the I like to book Punk hangouts Rock. when I'm on podcasts. Yeah. Oh, oh on I like pod- to
1: book me being on other podcasts. <laughs> uh,
3: uh, I would suggest the Smart Studios one because okay. you, you sit there and you go like, wow, Butch Vig, that guy like top of the heap in terms of like indie producers and uh, spoiler alert, doesn't have a studio anymore. So mm. that's where we're at.
4: Yeah. Mad- Madison, also secret home of many influential cultural oh, yeah, institutions. Sure. The Onion. Oh, yes. Which yep. u-huh. big uh-huh. NPR people. Are they? Probably. Probably. Sure. probably. Sounds yeah. like it. Right what
1: around. do we have to plug before we get out of here? Patreon.com slash unpops. You can listen to bonus episodes of all the podcasts I'm on. We call it BoneCon. Bonus content, bone con,
2: bone con. That sounds like a skeleton uh, yeah. enthusiast. Convention. So uh, <laughs> it should be
1: what? <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> it's, Five dollars yeah, it... a month, you get a bunch of bone cons. Can Andy fire. and
4: I do a Young Fresh Fellows podcast for only <laughs> at the, some point? Yeah, it'll lose you Patreon followers. That is the inter-
3: Bone con sounds like the uh, <laughs> what adult is film entertainment convention. Hmm.
1: What does everyone else have to plug? I have to piss. Go.
2: Uh, I'll be. October 6th and 7th in Des Moines, Iowa for the Beast Village Comedy Festival. Uh, also, September 5th, I believe now, is when Ghoul cool School will be uh, making its
1: yes. debut. Shit.
2: What
1: else What else do we have?
4: The weekend you're in Des Moines. <laughs> I'm in Rhode Island, in Newport, Rhode Island, for a festival called Rogue Island Comedy Festival. Holy shit. Beast Village, Rogue Island. Yeah. Also, when, I don't know when this is coming out, but I do a show on first Thursdays of every month over. We do it on Sotel on the west side. It's a giant robot gallery. We call yeah. it Giant mm-hmm. Robot Comedy Night. Sotel is really fun. There's like tons of great Japanese food out it's there. A lo- it's a it's great It's a great area. Yeah. People don't. People come from the west, from the east side, and they're like, I had no idea this oh, was dude. even here. Oh, dude, Volcano is yeah, my shit. Yeah. I love that place. So that's the first Thursday of every month. So September, if this is coming out, this is probably. I don't know if this is coming out when this one's coming out. You can always edit this part out if it is. It's uh, <laughs> uh, Kevin Kamiya, the Putter Boss Sisters, Ooh. Ever Maynard. Aaron Lampart, Eric Zavedas, and I run that show with Jesse Elias and Jessica Seeley. That's a
2: good fucking lineup. Yeah, cool. it's,
4: a, it's a free show. Yeah, so and then also SupDoc, the podcast that I am on that uh, I run with Paco Romain that uh, Andy has also been on to talk about uh, Scary Murder Man. <laughs> Scar- so, scary, scary Murder Man is what I call my father. <laughs> 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 oh you God. call me Andy, Murder <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Andy Uh yeah, so that's Subduck dot com. Uh yeah, it's a fun show.
3: And uh, your socials?
4: Oh yeah, I'm at George the Sorry, Chen. Stop it. George the Chen on Twitter, George the Chen on Instagram. That's kind of all I would really point you towards, those two things.
3: Uh, I am uh, running my all-metal workout uh, show. (laughs) Uh, It's called uh, Pumping Iron Maiden, and uh, it's everything from working out to Cardi Dio. And (laughs) uh, you should come to that at Built Gym.
4: Cardi Dio is, there's so many things (laughs) happening in Cardi Dio. (laughs) Yeah, oh my yeah. It's a Cardi B joke. It's a cardio joke. <laughs> oh my
1: So God. many things. All right. Should we get out of here? We should. Travis, say goodbye. Goodbye. Andy, say goodbye.
4: Later. George, say goodbye. Goodbye. I'm trying to make the fan sound. No. It's Set not. You on the not flop. flop. Goodbye. Yeah, we'll be
1: we'll be swinging on the flippity flop if anyone needs us. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.